us out and listening to Chris and John and Matt Deer Film Podcast. That's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. Welcome to Die, fucks. Uh, I'm saying because John's on tour right now, so he's not here. So it's a solo Chris podcast this week, which means I'm going to talk about politics. <laughs> you fucking schmuck. Uh, and of course, I'm going to do my uh, do my thing, which is taking a hefty shit on Republicans, which is, you know, I appreciate them for existing to be my political toilet um, and for nothing else. Uh, if they all fell into a volcano, that would be the greatest thing. But anyway, uh the New Hampshire primaries tonight, uh, Trump won that. Of course he did, because Republicans are idiots. Even though there are no good Republicans, but Trump is just the dumbest motherfucker on the planet. Doesn't know how magnets work. Uh, he thinks water kills magnets. <laughs> They're not vampires, pal. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he won New Hampshire. Nikki Haley is staying in it. Nikki Haley sucks. Like, fuck her. Uh, DeSantis dropped out, so Trump is retiring Ron DeSanctimonious, which is a terrible nickname. You should just stuck with Meatball Ron. That's much better. Fucking Meatball Ron in his fucking high heel boots. Uh, well, he hates trans people. Good on you guys for that. Uh, committing to the culture war, too. Way, way to just, like, make your whole political ideology just about hating half the country. Like, real, real great stuff. Yeah. That's, that's how you win hearts and minds. Fucking, if your heart has fucking palpitations and your mind has got worms in it, fuck. <laughs> There's no hope for this country. Uh, they're talking about, NATO's like sounding the alarm on World War Three. like Russia's going to invade Europe, so Europe's going to have to go to war with Russia and we're going to back Europe. And then North Korea and China are going to back Russia. <laughs> it's like, all because Russia wanted to annex a peninsula and, like, nobody wanted it to happen except for fucking Vladimir Putin. It's all one man's ambitions that's just going to ruin this world. Hilarious. Well, two. Three, I mean, really. It's, it's Kim Jong-un, Trump, and Putin. They're all just fucking idiots. Like, and, and Biden's a fucking dum-dum, too. An old, compromised dum-dum. But, like, <laughs> at least he's not a fascist. <laughs> at least he's not marching us towards war. He's just like, ah, I'm not, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, he's just out to launch. But anyway, now that you're not listening anymore, let's talk about the Patriots. The Patriots, as soon as we were done recording last week's episode, uh, the Bill O'Brien left the Patriots to go to Ohio State, which is hilarious. Uh, so the Patriots don't have an offensive coordinator or a defensive coordinator, but they do have a head coach, Gerard Mayo. So I don't know what's going to happen, but it was funny when they introduced Gerard Mayo. Uh, Mac Jones was there, and I guess Patriots players were annoyed by it. (laughs) Why is he here? (laughs) Why is she here? Who invited her? It's just so bitchy and catty in there. The Patriot John said it last week, and he's right. The Patriots are going to stink for a long time. Like we are, the the winning has left. 
and now we are just left to our own devices to try to figure it out and we're not going to for quite some time it's not going to be the coach's fault it's not going to be the the player's fault although the players are going to stink it's just going to be the fact that the whole organization decided that they knew better than tom brady and bill belichick and this is what we got so all right but yeah uh no idea who's going to be the new offensive coordinator for the Patriots. Who would want the job? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're coming off the worst offensive performance probably in the history of the organization. It's like, where can you go? No place to put up. No, you, you could get worse. We, I think we averaged something like 12.9 points per game. Like that, less than two touchdowns a game. Um, so, yeah, great, great. What, what are we going to do? We don't have a quarterback. Hunter Henry's probably our best player, and he's a free agent, so we might franchise him. Uh, best player on offense, I should say. Uh, we might get Kendrick Bourne back. We might not. I don't know. The Patriots are going to – it's going to be rough sledding ahead. Uh, if you remember a few years ago when the Jaguars had the number one pick and they drafted Trevor Lawrence, they went like 1-15 the next year, or 1-16. I forget if that was the first uh, – 17 game season or not um but they they were a a very bad team so i'm expecting the patriots to be bad again this coming year uh new coach probably a new quarterback new new receivers hopefully judon's back hopefully gonzalez and judon are back but yeah who knows so yeah the patriots are in rough shape speaking of rough shape the red Sox. oh boy like this does Speaking of teams that are going to stink for a while, um, the Red Sox had their fan day, and and uh, they like the whole organization just got booed. It wasn't just one person; everyone, like Breslow, got booed. He's been on the job for like five seconds. Uh, everyone in the office got booed. Like they're not pop; they're not a popular group right now, and they have the highest t- costing ticket in the league, and we're finishing last place every year in the, in the division so it's just it makes no sense and they're like oh we're selling the fenway experience it's like okay you might sell a thousand tickets to out-of-towners but like boston fans are are calling bullshit on this because we've seen it before with the 90s red Sox. like oh we'll attract some new players you trade away or you let roger clemens go and you pick up like jeff reardon or it's it, it's it's not going well. They they haven't picked up any new players. They've lost a few players. It's it's not going to be good for the Red Sox this year either. Uh, Celtics lost their first home game of the season to the Denver Nuggets. So great job, Celtics. One hundred two to hundred. Um, still in first place in the league, but they should have won that game. Um, the Bruins. Still one of the best teams in the league. They beat uh, the Winnipeg Jets the other night. That was a, that was a decent game to watch. Uh, yeah, Celtics and the Bruins in the top of the league. And then Red Sox and Patriots just sucking. Meanwhile, across the league. So yeah, the Patriots are in last, last place in the AFC. And the Lions are in the NFC Championship game. Which is just, what planet are we on right now? It is such a bizarre mindfuck. Speaking of football or, or the Detroit Lions, uh, John unfortunately did not uh, 
go four for four four against me. And so I once again am the sole owner of the BDF NFL Picks Championship. It is a three-peat. I am the Michael Jordan of Bad Dirty Fun hosts picking NFL games. And John is the Scotty Pippen. And that's just the way it is. I'm around 63%. He's around 60%. Um, but yeah, three for three. Good job, me. I'm proud of me. Um, I love you even if nobody else does. But yeah, we have championship week football coming up. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are heading over to Baltimore to face the Ravens. And since we can't have nice things, I'm picking the Chiefs. It's going to be Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl. You know it. I know it. Everyone knows it. Even though Baltimore is probably the better team, and I, I do hope they win, um, it's going to be the Chiefs. Detroit at San Francisco, uh, less stakes, but I feel like, again, San Francisco is a, a, a bigger market than Detroit. Detroit, it, it hasn't happened for them ever. I don't think they've ever been to the Super Bowl. But so it'd be nice if they did. But since we again, since we can't have nice things, I'm picking San Francisco. Uh, I'm assuming John is also picking Kansas City and San Francisco, but he wants Baltimore and Detroit. Yawning. It's about ten thirty at night while I'm recording this, and I worked all day. So excuse me for the yawns. Uh, it's, a, it's a soft J. <laughs> uh, that's a good joke, me. Uh, I'm assuming he's picking Kansas City and San Francisco, but our hearts are in Baltimore and Detroit. All right. So, yeah, that's the NFL picks. And we're about 10 minutes into the podcast, so I have a long way to go. Uh, what else has happened? Oh, boy. I guess I could talk about the the wrestling. and we got the Royal Rumble coming up. I've, I literally have no idea what any of the matches are. Um, I've been watching the shows. Um, haven't been keeping up with the product. I know Cody and CM Punk had a face-to-face where CM Punk said that he's more of the American dream than Cody is, and Cody said that all the stuff that CM Punk talked about, Cody did. He left, went to New Japan, uh, worked the Young Bucks at PWG, uh, all that stuff, and he said, you know, you talk the talk, I walk the walk, and I'm more CM Punk than you are. So that's a good line by Cody. I, I give Cody the win on that uh, on that promo exchange. Uh, so I'm going to Google Royal Rumble 2024 and pull up the wiki. Let's see what we have for matches. Because I have no idea and I kind of just don't care either. So if Logan Paul versus Kevin Owens for the US title, don't care. Logan Paul's probably winning. We have Roman Reigns defending. Oh, he's defending a title. Oh my God. When was the last time he defended the title? Uh, he's defending the title against Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and LA Knight. So, I'm assuming Roman Reigns pins AJ or LA Knight to keep Randy strong, brother. Uh, let's see here. Women's Royal Rumble. So, let's take a look and see who's some of the names that have been announced. We have Ivy Nile. I'm not sure who that is. Maxine Dupree. Uh, <laughs> it's it's weird how uh, everyone from Maximum Male Models, the only one that they kept on the roster, was the the woman who is not the male model. 
um, Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, Nia Jax, and Bailey. And since CM Punk is back, probably AJ Lee. Now let's take a look at the Men's Royal Rumble competitors. Uh, Damian Priest, Kofi Kingston, Akira Tozawa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I hate how the Rumble will have some wasted spots that go to, like, guys with literally zero chance. Akira Tozawa, sorry, no chance. Otis, no chance. Chad Gable, no chance. Gunter, uh, so again, once again, not defending the IC title. Uh, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, who is the only SmackDown person announced so far. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, who's not going to win. CM Punk and Cody Rhodes. So, yeah. Uh, Who's winning the Rumble? Probably Punk. Um, I mean, it'd it'd be good if Cody won it again and then challenged Roman Reigns again, but... I don't see that happening with The Rock showing up. Uh, speaking of The Rock, he is now a board member of TKO, so him and Triple H are cohorts. They're, they're co-workers. They're part of the same stable now, just like they were the corporation <laughs> in 1999 for like a couple weeks. <laughs> so, so between WrestleMania, 90, WrestleMania 15 and Backlash 99, <laughs> For the first time, they are stablemates again in the corporation. Good stuff. Um, speaking of WWE, they are now on Netflix, or Raw is going to be on Netflix uh, in the next year. So people in the U.S., we have uh, Netflix, uh, Raw is going to have Netflix, and people across the world are going to have Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and PLEs on Netflix. So if you have a uh, a VPN, you can just hop on over to uh, your Netflix account and post it in the UK or something, and you'll get the pay-per-views and all that stuff for the PLEs. Sorry. Taking a sip of my... Uh, my my diet coke my big can of diet coke at 10 30 at night i don't have to work tomorrow so uh but i think it's a good move for w the is getting five billion over five years it's a good move for them and netflix is probably gonna have you know a guaranteed million to million and a half subscriber count just for that it's gonna help them around the world it's gonna keep people uh buying those memberships and, and keeping their memberships instead of, you know, not doing it anymore. Um, so as long as WWE raw doesn't stink there, they'll be all right. So I think it's a win-win for both Netflix and WWE or TKO. Um, makes sense for both parts. And it also keeps WWE off of Turner broadcasting, which is good because, um, that should be AEW's territory. They 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 cultivated the TNT and the TBS titles for them. I mean, geez, don't don't, don't kick them off the networks. <laughs> They're struggling enough as is. Uh, the the rendering product and the booking's fine. It's just fan perception right now. And Samoa Joe actually said something recently about this: is that um, people like to talk a big game 
and they like to win arguments on Twitter, but they can't do it in reality. They don't do it to your face. They do it behind a keyboard, and it's all about shaping perception instead of like, don't believe your lying eyes. Believe what my opinion is, and if you have a different opinion than me, I'm just going to fucking yell at you until you block me and then i'll say i won the argument that's all that's all it is right now and i but i definitely know people who are like wwe is awesome and AEW stinks and like they'll poke they'll find one thing wrong with AEW, and they'll just ride with it but then they'll ignore everything wrong with wwe and they'll just be like oh it's, it's just like personal bias gets in the way of like being able to like what you like and not be a dick about it and like you know i I known someone who would post things about negative things about AEW in a group chat that i used to be a part of until he kicked me out for asking him to stop <laughs> so a little inside baseball but i don't really care anymore uh fucking yeah uh what else is going on in the world let's see i went over world war three Hmm. Oh, the uh, the Milwaukee Bucks fired their head coach. Milwaukee Bucks are like thirty and thirteen, and they fired their head coach. <laughs> like something bad must have happened there, because that makes no sense. So they're saying Doc Rivers is in the uh, the running to get that job, and. Scary Terry Rozier went to the Miami Heat. So I feel like all these East teams are trying to pick up all these former Celtics to try to get an edge, which means someone's going to be picking up Kelly Olenek and and Tice real soon. Daniel Tice is going to wind up in in a uh, Eastern Conference contender. Mark my words. I mean, Kelly Olenek. They'll be together Uh, with Isaiah Thomas, of course. Oh, I know what I was going to do. Here's a new segment, which I stole from a TV show. Welcome to Corrections. This is the part of the show where we analyze things that we got wrong. Um, this this comment comes in from uh, Pat Curley. He said, uh, Steve Buscemi was in Pulp Fiction. He was the waiter when uh, Vincent takes out uh, his boss's wife. To which I would say, yes, he was the Buddy Holly waiter. And his famous line in that movie was burnt to a crisp or bloody as hell when asking how he wants his uh, his burger cooked. Which, uh, who, who would get it a burger burnt to a crisp? You'd want it bloody, right? Right? I mean, uh, so he's a dink in that movie. He's not cool. And I think that's why we're talking about him. Because he's, he's only cool in a few movies. And he's not cool in that movie because he's he's a buddy Hollywood. I I give him props for being a food service worker, but he's a he's a dink buddy Holly, so he's not cool. Like like if you were a girl, you wouldn't fuck a buddy Holly waiter, would you? Girls, message me and let me know if you would fuck a buddy Holly waiter who looked like Steve Buscemi in the nineties. So where is John this evening? John is at Moondog Meadery and Bottle Shop. And 
uh, in front of where they're, or on the wall behind where they're playing, there's a big trans flag. So good for that place. They get my seal of approval. Uh, trans people are cool, man. But uh, I'm not sure where that is, but that's where they're playing tonight, it looks like. So Moondog Meadery and Bottle Shop. Here's your free plug on the Bad Dirty Fun podcast. I'm sure whatever city you're in, the listeners will flock to your establishment. You get my seal of approval. Um, what else is going on in the world? Oh, uh, so Kazuchika Okada is now a free agent. He is done with New Japan, so rumor has it that WWE was signing him, but uh, people with like actual credibility are saying that's premature. Um, nothing's been announced. Nothing's been formalized yet. Like, so as far as I know, there's just been talks between a couple different companies. Uh, Okada was just in TNA. Um, same thing with Osprey. I could see them both in AEW. Osprey is already signed with AEW, so I could see them both going to AEW. But I could also see Okada joining Nakamura in WWE and just sort of coasting. <laughs> you know, so now he's getting a little older. He can work a uh, a softer style for a couple days a week, and then just go to Florida and hang out for a couple days. So I think it's four days they work. So you figure one day for travel four days of work and you get two days to just kind of chill uh, in the worst state in the union so that's pretty cool um so i could see okada going to wwe for a big payday i could also see aw forking out some money for him um but yeah uh this week on aw we get treated to adam copeland versus uh, minoru suzuki which is like <laughs> A Chris Casares gets very high and drunk and plays a, a wrestling video game matchup. <laughs> like, so this is this is a match that I'm excited for just because it's absurd that it's happening. Two guys in their fifties who are going to tear the house down and make me laugh watching wrestling. So good stuff. I'm definitely watching that. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is a short episode this week because John isn't here. I have nobody to bounce ideas off of. Uh, so here's, here's a KES song cause John isn't here. So it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> 